In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. A very merry and blessed first day of Christmas to all. Remember, Christmas is 12 days. Take full advantage of all 12 days of celebrating. The world will move on quickly, but take courage and be merry for all 12 days. Why is it important to do the hard work of celebrating for 12 full days? It really does get hard by the end of 12 days. Because today we are remembering once again some truly good news. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. This son is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, the only begotten Son of the Father, who took upon himself our nature, our human nature, that we might be made the children of God by adoption and grace. God took upon our human nature with all that that means, our frailty, our weakness, and ultimately our mortality, that we and all of creation might be renewed, made new again by the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit. Throughout the season of Advent, we were watchmen, preparing for the coming of the Messiah, the Anointed One, who would begin the Kingdom of Heaven. Throughout Advent, we were taking a spiritual accounting of our lives, considering those things done and left undone, making room in our hearts and in our lives for the Lord Himself to enter in and make His home with us, to be for us Emmanuel, God with us. Well done, watchmen. We can now sing for joy because Jesus the King reigns. The miracle of Christmas has arrived once more. In today's Old Testament reading, Isaiah the prophet, living 800 years before the time of Christ, makes clear what that 12 days of celebrating will look like. We are celebrating God's entry into humanity, his entry into the waste places of our lives to comfort and redeem us. That is the miracle of Christmas. God comes to us that he might become man and call us to be one with him. Isaiah says in verse 9, break forth into singing waste places. What are waste places? At first, we might be tempted to think of waste places as just a desert, a dry and barren place where little vegetation grows. But we're desert dwellers, and we know that the desert is actually alive. It's just waiting to burst into life at the first drop of rain. There's life there. Waste places are not deserts. Waste places are those places where the capacity for life has actually been destroyed full of noxious chemicals, the remains of battles fought, all kinds of things like that. What are the waste places in our lives? The waste places in our lives are marked by our sin, our bad habits, our old patterns that draw us away from God. The waste places are where the hardships of the world have wounded us and where we have allowed bitterness to creep in, where illness and helplessness have broken our spirit 
where the lack of things that we need has wounded us and made us grasping and selfish. Places where others have wounded us and where we've allowed bitterness to take hold and resentment to reign. They are the places where we make the same bad decisions about spending our money, our time, or everything else in the same futile way, only to be left empty and hungry. Where we turn to anything, TV, alcohol, you name it, food, only to discover that there's nothing true and comfortable in those material things. Where we grieve without hope for the loss of those that have gone before us. We all have waste places in our lives. The prophet Isaiah testifies to us that the Lord's good news is that he has come to us to call us from those waste places because he is our comforter. He is redeeming us. The Lord has bared his holy arm and he will lead us away from those waste places where we spin ourselves endlessly into anxiety or fall into despair. The Lord knows our waste places and enters them. He lifts us up and carries us out. As in Isaiah, the Lord says, Depart, go out, leave your old habits behind, change your destructive patterns. This is not something we can do on our own. Our human nature, in our human nature, we cannot comfort ourselves or fill ourselves or change our habits. We're stuck, mired in that muck of our lives. Which is why the Lord himself comes to us and moves us. The Lord promises that he will go before us to make a path forward for us. He will give us the will to move and will smooth the mountains that seem impossible to climb and fill in the valleys that seem impossible to cross. He will make a level path where we can move into a new life, a life where joyful singing and praise of God is the new normal. The Lord knows that this new life is not easy. The waste places, the bad habits, call us loudly to go backwards into old ways of bitterness and anxiety. So the Lord says he'll be the rear guard to protect us from behind, to cut off those bad habits that cling to us. And he will push us from behind, keep us moving on the path that he has set before us. How does the Lord do this? St. John makes it clear in his, the prologue to his gospel. We can find a life of joy and praise because the Lord has come to dwell with us and within us. The Lord Jesus Christ has brought us life through the miracle of his incarnation. He takes on our flesh and calls us to be baptized, brought into his body, the church, filled with his Holy Spirit, and sealed as Christ's own forever. Jesus has given us the right to become children of God, not by our own will, but by his will. We are born of God, and he dwells within us. Jesus fills us with his grace and his truth, giving us grace upon grace, so that when we encounter hardship or illness or a lack in our lives, we may turn to the Lord to be our joy, our strength, and our comforter, so that when old habits and patterns tempt us, we have the ability to call upon the Lord to speak through us, to give us his vision of the person and situation before us, that we might speak his words and not our words, so that when we are grieving, we will grieve with hope, the hope 
of the Lord. The Lord gives us his grace so that when we are anxious, sad, lonely, despairing, and looking for love in all the wrong places, we will turn to him, be comforted and filled by his grace. There is darkness in life, but there is a greater truth. John tells us the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The darkness will never overcome that light. That's what we spend the 12 days of Christmas remembering. Darkness will never overcome the light of God. The letter of the Hebrews reminds us that the Lord laid the foundation of the world, that he remains the same always and forever. When we make the Lord Jesus Christ the foundation of our lives, we will be in God, full of his grace and truth, always. Building the foundation of Jesus Christ into our lives will change us from the inside out, reshaping our desires and our habits and even our minds so that we are aligned with God's purposes for our lives and for the world around us. Through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, we have the capacity to hate wickedness, to love righteousness. The remaking of our hearts from within makes the thought of evil unappealing and draws us towards righteousness. We no longer want to nurse grievances or fight with loved ones. We are able to desire good for those around us and to serve them sacrificially in our daily lives. And that is a miracle. I'm a Christmas kid. My family only went to Christmas on only went to church on Christmas. Uh, once a year, my mom loved Christmas carols, so I grew up listening to Christmas carols, and that's where God was born in my heart. And one of my favorite hymns, uh, "Little Town of Bethlehem," has the line, "Cast out our sin, and enter in. Be born in us today." That is the miracle of Christmas for which we have been watching through Advent. It is the miracle of Christmas described throughout the Holy Scriptures from the days of the prophet Isaiah until the birth of Jesus 2,000 years ago in Bethlehem. Each one of us has the opportunity to allow Jesus Christ to become our Lord and Savior by allowing him to be born in our hearts and to reign in our lives. This is belief. This is true life. May the Lord Jesus Christ be born again this day in each one of our hearts to reign in them through the year, carrying us from the waste places of our sin to the joy for which he created us. Merry Christmas to all, this day and forevermore. Amen.